Hi, and welcome to episode 59 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm also the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And I'm also wearing my stylish gelatoni sweater that I bought in Hong Kong. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's love amazing. It. But, but we will talk more about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on my Twitter at Lover if you want to follow my other adventures. And as always... My beautiful co-host Patricia. Hey guys, it's me Trish. I've been carving a lot of pumpkins. Oh my god, I carved so many pumpkins. How Am I living in Japan? How did I get so many? I had in my in my genkan. The genkan is the front area of the house where you put your shoes. I had in my genkan. Uh, how many did I have? I had two, three. I had like nine pumpkins. That's a lot of pumpkins. It's a lot of pumpkins, okay? And um, two I had bought for a friend, and no, and I and I gave a couple of other ones away, but I carved I carved them because you know in carving pumpkins in Japan is still kind of like rare, and so I was like, oh, let's carve pumpkins together, and we had a pumpkin carving party. So today I it's December third, um, December thirty first. It's October thirty first, <laughs> Halloween, and I carved my last pumpkin. Jeez. I'm done. And Good. then there were none. <laughs> just in time. Yes. And it's just in time for Christmas because all the Christmas stuff is going to come out. But we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm Trish. I take photos at the park. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And let's get started. So, you know, you guys, we've been, we've been kind of talking about it. Um, and we're going to start Patreon very soon. Um... So we will keep you updated on that. Uh, what is Patreon? It's a way to help um, fund the show and create higher quality content for you guys. Um, we're going to uh, list the perks uh, very soon so that you'll know about it. We'll tell you how you can sign up, where you can find out more about it. Um, and it's completely optional. You do not have to sign up. It's, this is still going to be a free podcast. So don't like don't be like, oh, my God, you guys, what are you doing? So it's still, you know, it's, it's OK. Don't don't worry. Um, but once it's live, we'll let you know what's going on. And what else are we talking about? OK, as usual, we've got our news. We've got crowd forecast everyone's favorite is it (laughs) (laughs) halloween guide to hong kong which i am hong kong disneyland not hong kong the city but that would be good too maybe another day but anyway hong kong disneyland which i am super excited about because chris just went and he has so many stories to tell um our park tip and listener questions and feedback so chris (laughs) oh yeah we have one little piece of news that's but it's actually not tokyo disney related at all Oddly enough, um, this is actually for Shanghai Disney Resort. They just announced that they're going to have they're going to offer a limited time seasonal pass, uh, which goes on sale November eleventh, which is Singles Day. And what Singles Day is? I guess it's the largest online shopping day in china i did not know the, that in the world it says so i guess a lot of people buy stuff online so uh on this day at the official shanghai disney resort alley trip flagship store that is really long uh you can buy your like little ticket for the seasonal pass 
and it starts at about $164 US for the any day pass. And this pass is only valid through November 12th to March 31st, 2017. So it's not quite a full year, which is a, a little odd, but interesting. sure. I guess they're testing um, it out, right? Yeah, I'm guessing that's what they're doing here. Um, I'm not going to read out all the prices because there's quite a few here and I don't want to bore you guys, but uh, they have a bunch of different tiers. There's ones for, there's a pass for the weekday, there's a pass for uh, Sunday only, and then there's an adult, senior, child, and also a disabled one, as it's listed here. Um, and these passes are valid on most days, except for the Chinese New Year. So for the any day, it covers all days except for January 28th until February 2nd, 2017. And by the looks of it, I kind of poked around a little bit. This, The flagship store website's only in um, Mandarin. Mandarin or Cantonese? Sorry, I can't tell the difference. But um, it's, in, it's not in English. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of English-speaking people buying them unless you know how to read it. Um, so it's not exactly accessible to those of us that don't speak Cantonese or Mandarin. So, But it's there. So if you're able to do that or have someone that can do it for you, awesome. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> I won't be doing it personally because I just bought my pass for Hong Kong. I don't need another pass right now. I'm good for a little bit. <laughs> I have to save my money. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for... For news there's not much else going on right now a little quiet a little quiet crowd forecast we're gonna do this really quick because i want to get into the halloween stuff oh for sure yes so our crowd forecast we get our information from tdrnavi.jp use them to plan your trip and see when the parks are busy and when they're not uh, they also have it available in english which is awesome so for the week of november 7th 2016 both parks are predicted to be about 70 out of 100, which is not too bad. And then for the weekend, for both parks, it's just typical crowds. Uh, they're going to be about 80 to 90 out of 100 at, the, uh, at both parks there. There's not too much going on except for the start of Christmas. But since it's kind of in the middle of the week... Not a lot of people are going to be going. And there's no real holidays that fall on any major day either. So, What's the first day of Christmas this year? Okay, 11-7, which is a Monday. Okay, so Chris, Christmas starts on November 7th. <gasps> oh my god, I want to go to Big Ben Beat so bad. Oh my goodness, yes, please. <laughs> and... <laughs> we were just like lost in thought over all the <laughs> Christmas things. All I had all in my head Christmas were like little stuff. jingle bells and elves <laughs> <laughs> and we're still, and this is still a Halloween episode. We gotta, we, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta focused. hold it gotta in. Focused. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's it for our crowd forecast. Um, in the parks, in the parks. Uh, before we talk about Hong Kong, did you do anything in the parks, Patricia? Here, at Tokyo. You're gonna kill me. This okay. This was not on purpose. Okay, this was not on purpose. I really wanted to go. I did not go to Disney Sea all Halloween. I'm so bummed. I'm super bummed over this. <laughs> I real I wanted to go and see the atmosphere and we had costumes this year. We had costumes. We were going to go to costume days and the costume day, the one day out of the week that we were going to go, it rained and it was freezing. So we missed freaking costume days and then um today was the last day of halloween and i had some last minute work in the evening so i couldn't go so and then all weekend was just we had halloween events all weekend all weekend and we were hosting and we were being hosted by another family and it was just madness so i missed halloween at disney sea i'm i'm really bummed we went to go see nightmare before christmas at xbre but um that's it that's the only thing that we did at the resort this week it's playing in 3d isn't it it is it's in 3d but it's in japanese so warning that's weird i thought it was in english i didn't even look 
to see if it was in you know subtitled or not i mean it was interesting to see it in japanese so that was you know cool um but yeah i, I was surprised but i guess because like kids want to go see it too and you know if, if it's in english it's hard for them to read the you know to read the subtitles in Japanese if they're too young they have to know the kanji and everything kanji is like the Chinese characters that uh, Japanese use for their writing system um, so I guess it makes sense that it was in Japanese but that's kind of a bummer huh. but I mean but fun but fun <laughs> it was just like a shock like when the movie started I'm like ah gosh darn it <laughs> you know oh it's Japanese it's in oh Japanese. well okay that's alright it's alright good practice well, make sure you get to the parks for Christmas then. <laughs> I will. No, I'm going the first day in the morning to try to go see Big Bang Beat, at least. I will be there. And then I want to see the parade at Disneyland. Yes. 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 Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Um, as for me, I I didn't go to Tokyo Disney. <laughs> but you were still at I was at Disney. Disney. A Disney. Yeah, I was at Hong Kong. Brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, I won't go into detail about the Halloween stuff yet because I'll do them in the next segment. So I'll just kind of, I'll kind of do like a a mini trip report, I guess, in a sense with stuff that's on Halloween, if that makes any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We went for a total of one, two, three, four. I went for four days. My friend that was with me went for three. Um, but I was delayed getting to Hong Kong. Like I lost a whole day essentially because of the typhoon. Oh my gosh. I could not believe it when you told me that. My flight was supposed to leave at six in the morning on the Saturday, but because of the typhoon, um, like the typhoon went through on the Friday, but it delayed and canceled so many flights that it just congested everything. So my flight was pushed seven hours ahead so it was delayed so i was supposed to leave at 6 30 i didn't leave until early afternoon so then by the time i got there and everything like there was no point in me going to the parks that day like i was hoping to go but because i just got there so late couldn't so i mean what typhoon hits in late october you know that's weird so weird so weird but i did get to stay at a capsule hotel at haneda airport so that was cool oh okay so how did you like it I liked it. Um, I got the bigger room. I didn't really realize what I was doing when I booked it. I just booked one. Yeah, I, I picked the... When I stayed, I picked the bigger room too. Yeah, the first class room, I think it's called. I'm so... I was surprised at how much... For a for like a capsule hotel in quotations, I'm surprised for how much space it had. Yeah, like this was essentially... Um, a room that you could walk into like it was it was still really tiny but you could walk into it which was nice okay so before we go any further um what is a capsule hotel capsule hotel is literally a little cubicle that you sleep in <laughs> i mean and it can be tiny it can be you know it's halloween so we'll we'll use a uh, coffin sized it can be coffin sized or it can be the size of like a little mini hotel room in the like in the case of the haneda one yeah so the the one in haneda um, the smaller rooms are literally these rooms that are the width of the bed. Yeah. So you have so you have to crawl into it to get in there. So there's no room to, for your bags or anything. You have to put them in storage. I mean, even um, for the bigger room, I put the bag in storage. I just had a backpack with me, so I just kept it with me. Oh, rocking. Good, good, good. Um, by the time this podcast is out, I will have a review of the capsule hotel up on our website so you can go check out all the pictures i I took some pictures it was nice um the first class room was about 60 dollars for the night yeah and then and then the capsule one the the much smaller one was about 50 dollars a night or for the night and you can also do it uh hourly as well if you need to so if you just want a place to sleep for an hour or two you can do that which is really nice. And that also gives you access to the showers and the public bath in there, which is really nice. And they have like a little break room with like, uh, I think like snack vending machines and stuff and massage There's actually a hot food. There's a hot food vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, when I saw them, I wasn't 
really hungry, so I didn't bother getting anything from it. But they had like yakisoba, which is like the fried noodles and stuff in it. It looked interesting, <laughs> but I didn't try it. I mean, it's pretty convenient. Like if you can't go anywhere, like you have like a really early flight to catch or if you come in really late, it's it's it's, you know, it does the job. Like the only thing is like and I don't know about you, but like the night that we that I stayed. Um, <laughs> so there's they're basically like um, there's walls, but there's no ceiling to the room. So you can hear everything around you? Yeah. Was- <laughs> it's uh, You can hear everything. Yeah. So if someone's snoring yeah. down the hall, you're going to hear them. Yeah. So maybe earplugs are a good thing. I used I used earplugs because there, there was no way I was going to sleep. Because <laughs> there was the guy beside me, like the room beside me was mm-hmm. snoring. Like he was sawing logs is what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say that was the only downside for me. Yeah, um, but it you know it's it's for one night, so whatever I guess, right? And other than that, it's like super clean. There's like a TV in the room. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The beds were a little hard for me, but that's kind of standard for a lot of hotels here. Yeah, I find. I think people uh, like well, a harder like business surface. hotels. Yeah, well, I guess that's kind of like similar to sleeping on a futon on in a uh, uh, tent. Uh, tatami mat room right right so uh, like you know that's it's firm like that um i wasn't the biggest fan of that i like my beds a little softer not too soft but yeah but it was for one night so it doesn't matter but after i finally got to hong kong yes <laughs> finally getting there um we just took a taxi to the hotel it was super easy. Like, signs are all in English. Just got in the taxi, told them exactly where we needed to go. Uh, there was a woman there that printed off this receipt for us, told us how much it's going to be roughly, and she talked to the cab driver. Uh, the uh, cab driver didn't speak any English, but the this girl did, and just told them where to go. We got in, got there, no problems whatsoever. He, Our cab driver was a little pushy on us tipping him, like I was gonna give him a little bit of money, but he kept like pointing to my my wallet, saying to give him more money. What? Like, that was kind of like that was kind of the 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 gesture he was giving, yeah. which I was like, well, okay, sure. So I I, I gave him a little bit extra. How, it was how only much like, do you tip in was, Hong Kong? I don't know. That's why I was like a little. I wasn't too sure. I'm like, oh, how much am I supposed to tip? Because I was gonna tip him anyway. Yeah. But like when I gave him a tip, he told me to give him more, and I'm like. Oh, is that not enough? I don't know. (laughs) But I think I only ended up tipping him like two or three dollars or something. Okay. But um, when I uh, kind of uh, fast forwarding a little bit, when I went from the resort to the airport, I took a taxi again. um, And I tipped the guy the equivalent of, I think, four dollars. And he was he was over the moon. That I tipped him that much. Oh, so it could just be the first guy was kind of like jerky. Yeah, and this guy was like like taking advantage of tourists, you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Only a couple dollars anyway, so I wasn't really too worried. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we got to the Disney's Hollywood Hotel because we were staying there for one night, and then we were transferring over to the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. When we got to the Disney's Hollywood Hotel. Uh, they actually gave us these welcome back buttons, Aww. which I thought was really cool. And then when we got to the room, there was uh, towel animals, like three different sets of towel animals. There's like two bun- like bunnies, uh, I think poodles, and then something else. I'm not too sure what they were, but they were still cute. And then there was like pipe cleaner mm-hmm. that was like um, shaped into the words that said welcome back. Aww. Which I thought was pretty cool. And then not even 10 minutes after we got into the room, there was a knock at the door. And they said it was um, room service. And I thought, well, we didn't order room service. What's going on? So I opened the door and there's two cast members. And they bring in a plate of fruit and two bottles of like fancy looking water and some cutlery. And they just told us, welcome back. And then they left. That is so we amazing. Got, so we got 
we got dragon fruit, which I've never had before, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, banana, an apple, pear, and something else. I don't remember what it was. So I thought that was actually pretty cool that they gave us that. That is amazing. That would never happen here. Hmm. I love that they do that. It feels like the the American Disney hotels kind of like do those things too, right? Like those hmm. little special touches every once in a while. It's so nice. It's so Disney, you know? <laughs> it makes me wonder how much do they know about me? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That. That's true. American Disney, they, they're watching you. They track you with those little bracelets. <laughs> they know yeah. everywhere you go, how much you spend when you come back to your hotel room. It's a little you know spooky. Everything. Um, and this trip, I actually ended up buying a annual pass. That's right. Okay, so tell me about um, what you need to buy an annual pass. What the experience is like. Do you need to fill out any forms? How much does it cost? What kind of annual passes are offered? So there's there's three. There's the silver, the gold, and the platinum. Um, I opted for the gold just because there's a big difference in price between the gold and the platinum. Okay. And uh, f- for what I needed, it wasn't really worth paying the extra. Um, so with the gold, uh, I get in for uh, most days at the park. Um, except for select blackout dates. And that's usually uh, Chinese New Year and there's another major holiday that is blacked out. But other than that, every other day is fine. Whereas the Platinum is 365 days. Like there's no blackouts whatsoever. And then for the Silver, it's only weekdays. Mm. So obviously I didn't want to get the Silver because if I'm going to Hong Kong, I'm probably going to be there over a weekend anyway. Right, right. So it just made sense doing that. Um, and the prices, the prices kind of range. Uh, I'm just going to pull it up here again. But actually what I did was I bought a, I bought a day pass ahead of time is what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I actually bought a discounted ticket because I wanted to try it out to see if it worked and it did. Okay. So I got a discounted Hong Kong Disneyland ticket. I bought it through this company called Kluke, uh, Kluke.com. Um, and I, I, I bought my vow, like bought the ticket, printed off the voucher. And I went to the, they, they have like little kiosks inside the park or just, just outside the gates. And you just scan, scan the QR code and then you get your ticket. It's like super simple. Okay, cool. So, what I did was once I got my ticket, I went to the park and then I actually I upgraded that to a gold access pass is what I did. So what they do is they take the price of that ticket off the cost of the magic access pass. Right, right. So um, the gold one for an adult is uh, 1,888 Hong Kong dollars. And I don't know off the top of my head how much that is in U.S. dollars. It's about $300, I believe. Okay. That's what that is. And then they, all they did was uh, they took off the price of um, my uh, day ticket on there, which is really nice. And it, it, was, it was stupid simple to do, too. Like, it was just no hassle whatsoever. I just asked, I want to upgrade this. Like, okay. And they got the form for me, and I filled it out, and it was all in English. Did that, and they took my picture, they printed out my card, gave it to me, and I was on my way. Um, oh, so 1888 Hong Kong dollars is actually about $244 US. It's not bad. And when I got my the, the price of my ticket taken off, it was actually only 1300 Hong Kong dollars, because I already paid so much for the the day ticket already fantastic and you get discount on souvenirs and on food and on hotel so that's pretty yeah, amazing there's a, there's a big like laundry list of stuff that actually you get so like yeah 10 percent off merchandise um 20 off certain like hotel dining uh 10 off in-park dining and up to 20 off hotels 
uh, free parking if you're driving, which I'm not going to be, but <laughs> it's nice to know that that's available. So that's what I did. Um, the friend that I went with, he actually got the platinum pass. And what kind of perks do you get with that? A lot. <laughs> um, so aside from all the stuff that the gold member gets, uh, the platinum person, like, as I mentioned, there's no blackout dates. Um, they still get the uh, same percentage of discounts on merchandise and dining, but they get 25% off hotel discount or for hotel discounts as opposed to 20 That's pretty big. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, other things are there's a separate line to get into the park for Platinum Access members. Oh, swanky. <laughs> so they actually get to go through the hotel guest line as well. So do they get like so an early nice. entry or something? I uh, don't believe so. I didn't see that. Okay. Um, and there's, so yeah, so there's uh, a separate line for the security and also a separate line to go into the park, like the, the uh, turnstiles. Um, and then there's actually a separate line that you can go into for festival of the lion king so you get to go in you get to go in five minutes before everyone else does so you can get like the best spot that's really cool which is pretty awesome um and then you can also reserve uh mickey and the wondrous book so it kind of works the same way as festival of the lion king but you have to register online with your your card and you can show up i think Uh, 40 minutes before the show and you go into a separate line and then you go in into the theater about five ten five five ten minutes before everyone else does and you get to pick the prime spot is this which i think is pretty awesome is this for everybody in your party and if so how many up to how many people in your party up to six i believe okay it's around there yeah so uh, my friend had the platinum and i was with them so i got to go with them for all that stuff and you also get extra fast passes for the two fast pass attractions they have. Beautiful. So, and how that works is all you do is you just scan your your pass and it prints out the the extra fast passes for you. That's all it does. Okay, cool. So, for platinum, they get 3 fast passes. So, if you go to Winnie the Pooh or um uh Space Mountain, scan your card and it's going to give you three it gives out three fast passes oh my god (laughs) which is very interesting um and for gold access members it it gives you an extra one that's pretty good which which is pretty interesting but like for the most part you don't really need fast passes for those attractions because the wait times don't really get that that high and except for uh, maybe winnie the pooh because winnie the pooh will maybe like i saw it at 30 minutes and that was it yeah i was about to ask you like because you went for Halloween, like how how crowded is Halloween um, around the time that you went? So it seems like not that crowded. It wasn't too bad, no, because we we went on a Sunday, which was uh like it wasn't like Tokyo Disney crowded by any stretch, but um, Mystic Manor had a fifteen minute wait as opposed to a five minute wait. So I guess kind of base it off of that. <laughs> 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 Which doesn't really sound all that bad. It sounds really fantastic. I mean, like, if, if Pooh is the longest wait and it was 30 minutes, that's amazing. Yeah, that was the longest wait that I saw in the park. Do, do um, they do, like, any overlays? Like, do they do, like, an overlay, like, at Space Mountain or something like Ghost Galaxy or, or anything like that? Uh, right now it's Hyperspace Mountain. Nice. The, the Star Wars. Um, so what is that which, like? Uh, it was just like Star Wars. Do they put like <laughs> Star Wars music it. and do they like show any projections or something like that? Or yeah, all the projections are Star Wars. So you, um, it's like you're 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 flying through the galaxy and you're fighting like flying through like a, a battle that's happening and stuff. So it, it it's pretty neat. Like if you're a fan of Star Wars, you're definitely gonna like it. Um, to my knowledge, it's exactly the same as the one they have in the U.S. And what about Halloween decorations? So at the entrance, uh, just before you go under the railroad tracks, they have the the big uh, floral Mickey 
but they also have pumpkins, like real pumpkins to make up the Mickey's head, which I thought was pretty cool. (laughs) And then they have like um, smoke that's coming out of the pumpkins and stuff. So at night it looks like really spooky, nice and foggy. Um, And they also have like these banners that are kind of similar to the ones they have at Disney Sea, where if you look at it one way, it's like the regular Disney characters. And if you move the other way, it's a villain. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. I don't know if they do that in the U.S. or not. So someone let us know. I don't know if they do that or not, uh, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, on Main Street, they have a, a huge Mickey pumpkin, which I know is, I think it's pretty much the same or is the same as Disneyland. Okay. And probably Magic Kingdom. I don't know. I haven't been to Magic Kingdom during um, Halloween, so I don't really know. Um, and then down Main Street, there's not too much for decorations. Like they just have uh, the the Mickey pumpkins on the on the light poles. Right, right. But then in the hub area, this is where it gets interesting. Right in the middle of the hub, they have a black cauldron that is like bubbling with smoke and stuff coming out Ooh. of it, which is really cool. And then there's like it, it almost looks like these Aztec ruins that are kind of everywhere in the, in the, in the hub area. So the, there's like this big cobra snake um, statue, and then across the way there is the uh, mirror uh, from Snow White. Mm-hmm. So there's like a big mirror there and it's an actual mirror. So if you look into it, you can see your reflection, which is, I think is pretty cool. Is this like, it's after Main Street. Is it like after Main Street, but before you get to like the castle? Like, is that where they like, for example, like during Christmas, they put like the gingerbread like house area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then there's also scarecrows. Oh, spooky. But like... And they're like legitimately scary looking, like they're these aren't like happy looking scarecrows. They're, they're kind of freaky looking. Like they they almost seem out of place. I kind of like this about Hong Kong that their Halloween is is like a scarier version than the other Disney parks. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of push a little harder towards the scary side. And I I think uh, like now I would go with Kai like with my son, but. I think when he was younger, I was like, it's impossible. We can't go during Halloween because it's really scary. They've had like zombies. They have like those haunted houses and stuff. So it's it's a little more hardcore, I think. Right. Yeah, it's definitely something they would I would don't think they would ever do in the U.S. And definitely they wouldn't do it in Japan because it's not cute. No. Yeah. So that's something that just would not fly. <laughs> um, the one thing. Oh, about Hong Kong was it was 27 degrees the entire time we were there. Yeah, I love that. It was still hot. Oh, my goodness. I, like, I knew it wasn't going to be like here because mm-hmm. like right now in in Japan, it's it's starting to become winter. So it's, you know, during the day, maybe 16 degrees Celsius. It's getting cold, or, man. You know, roughly around there and then getting down to like 12, 10. Yeah, lately in the evening. But no, Hong Kong, it was like 27 day and night. Yeah, even in the <laughs> so, winter time, it's nice and warm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was a little, like, it was just a little too hot for me. Just a little bit. Um, but besides that, I got to meet Gelatoni finally. <gasps> okay, tell us all about it. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Gelatoni's cute. He's so cute. And, um, he actually meets with Duffy, so they're not separated. They're actually together. I love that because they're pals. Um, and it's 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 right on Main Street. They have their their like little area inside inside the uh, store there. We waited, I don't know, ten minutes. I think there was a lot of Japanese. I was people about to say how many it. Japanese people were in line to see him. I struck up a conversation with. Three separate Japanese people that didn't know each other, <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, Gelatoni is really cute, and I hope they bring a meet and greet here to Tokyo. That'd be nice. That would be nice if they do that one day. Well, they better. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ugh. But then, after I met Gelatoni, that's when I saw the Gelatoni cardigan and sweater <gasps> in the store. It's ridiculous. And I had to buy it, so I bought both. You look really good in it. I love the photos. Ugh. <laughs> they're they're a little pricey too. What what what, what did um, it set you back? The the one I think the sweater was about no the cardigan was about four hundred thirty eight Hong Kong dollars, which is about fifty six U S dollars. Okay, it's Disney. Which, it's Disney clothes, and it looks really nice. Yeah. It's not cheap. No. <laughs> and then the sweater was about forty three dollars. Okay. All right. So overall, I paid close to close to a hundred dollars for both. <laughs> no, Oops. but you gotta wear when you wear them in the parks. Now people are gonna be like, "What? Where'd you get that? Hong Kong? Where is that from?" <laughs> now you have to tell them. <laughs> if Gelatoni ever does come here, he'll be so happy to see that outfit. He better be because I paid a lot for it. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Food, Chris. Food food so so yeah food for like the halloween food everything Um, there wasn't really too much for food really like i find hong kong is kind of strange for food like yeah i don't know like i had this like duffy pumpkin shake which was literally pumpkin was it like pumpkin or pumpkin spice or like what it was pumpkin. Like the sweet pumpkin. Yeah, like um, kabocha. Okay. like So like the Japanese, basically. what is it called? Like acorn pumpkin? Acorn squash? Yeah, something like that. It was a Japanese, it could taste like the Japanese pumpkin. Okay. So it wasn't very sweet, but it was a milkshake. and But it had whipped cream on the top with caramel. So it wasn't bad. It was different. Okay, like caramel um, pumpkin. Not not like the churro? Not like the maple chur- maple pumpkin churro? No, not at all. Okay. Um, but most of the Halloween stuff was actually like sets at the restaurants, like the the table service restaurants. So, which was a little strange. So that meant they were a little expensive, and not something I was going to eat for every meal. Right. Right. Um, but we did have the Halloween uh, tea time set. Oh, how was that? It was really tasty. And it was cute. Like, it was Halloween themed. There's like little ghost shaped scones. And there was the little, I never say this right, the little macarons, not macarons, that that French pastry that is so popular in Japan. Macaron. Macaron. There we go. They had those with uh, Jack Skellington on them. What? Which was cute. And they had like little like sandwiches that had really tiny pieces of bread that were in shape of bats. I love it. It was really nice. Um, and the reason why we did that was my friend who had the Platinum Pass, it was also his birthday month. Oh, that's right. So on your birthday month, you actually get this booklet, this really nice booklet um, it, it was white with silver like print on it and everything. And you get all these coupons to use at the park. And one of which was a buy one, get one free for the afternoon tea set. Oh, awesome. At Walt's Ca- yeah, and this is at, at uh, Walt's Cafe in the, sh- in the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Awesome. So that was really nice. Um, other perks he got was it was also buy one, get one free at the buffet at the Enchanted Garden, mm-hmm. which is the character buffet at the uh, Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel as well. Cool. And then there's also a coupon to add a birthday cake, like a one pound birthday cake <laughs> to your meal at the Enchanted Garden. So we did that too. How was the cake? Um, what flavor? What did it look like? It was chocolate mousse. And we had to pay extra to get it Mickey shaped. <laughs> Did you did you did you pay extra to get it Mickey shaped? Yes, we did. <laughs> but that's so cool. How much ex- how much was it extra? Ten dollars. Okay, that's not so bad. How- I guess for Disney prices, it's not terrible. Like, how much was the cake total? Like the one one pound cake. 
Um, it was free because it was oh. his birthday. And then you paid but, $10. Basically, you paid $10 for the Mickey-shaped cake. That's awesome. <laughs> we didn't really eat all the cake because it was way too much. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> a one-pound cake for two people? That's no, a man, lot of cake. you got to fit into that gelatoni cardigan. Yeah, I know. It, it's no, fine. No, no, yeah. no. Um, as for other food, um, well, the Enchanted Garden Buffet at the hotel was delicious. There's so much different types of food. Like, it's hard to go wrong with a buffet. It really is. Um, as for in the park, we ate at the Adventurers, Adventurers Club? Explorers Club. Explore. Oh, my goodness. The name is escaping me. The, the restaurant attached to Mystic Manor. I don't know. We it. ate there. It's what, it's what really good. It there? has a um, a variety of food, like different Asian foods. So there's Japanese, Chinese, Thai. Um, so you kind of get to. It's kind of like um, cafeteria style. Like you pick which type of food you want, and you go to that part of the restaurant and order there, and then sit down. I had a Korean barbecue beef rib dish which is really tasty it was really good i liked it we ate a lot because that's all i ever do right (laughs) what what about snacks any any interesting snacks hong kong is not very good with snacks there's there was nothing that was that caught my eye at all i i didn't snack at all actually because it was just like caramel popcorn or churros or Mm. a hot dog or korean squid oh that's right my husband loves that (laughs) so Hong Kong is not really strong in in the whole snack game department, in my opinion. All right, all right, that's okay. I don't think that I don't think they're that great. Um, we did eat at the uh, corner the corner restaurant. I am terrible at names. I need to like write these down better. There's um there's a sit down restaurant right on Main Street. It was a little pricey, but I had a Wagyu beef burger. Oh. It was actually pretty good. It was about $30 for the meal, which is not terrible, but it's... Like, when you say meal, like, what was included in it? came with French fries and also coleslaw, and it, it didn't include a drink, though. Okay. Let's walk you, so... Main Street Corner Cafe. There we go. <laughs> the, the restaurant on the corner of Main Street. Main Street Corner Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Okay, speaking of Main Street... Tell us about the entertainment. Was there any parades? Was there haunted houses? What was going on for Halloween? Uh, they actually had two parades. They had a daytime parade and a nighttime parade. So what was going on there? Were they really different? or They were completely different. So the the daytime parade was Mickey's Halloween Cavalcade. Mickey, Minnie, Donald. I don't think... I don't remember if Daisy was in it or not. Uh, Goofy and Gelatoni, Duffy, Shelly May were in it. And they're all dressed in like... Victorian Halloween masquerade outfits. Oh, beautiful. Which is really cute. Um, it's a short parade. Um, it's nothing spectacular. Like, it doesn't have, like, crazy dancing or anything like that. But the music is catchy and it's cute. The outfits are cute. Um, and, yeah, it was it was a it was a cute parade. Okay. For what it was. It was, it was a cute parade. Um, for something that's only running for two months, sure. It was nice. Um, and then at night they had... It's called Villain's Night Out. Okay. And it, it was weird. Like, it's just... It's hard to explain it because I was trying to, like, figure out how to watch watch it. I couldn't figure out, what, like, what I was supposed to do to watch it. I'm like, okay, hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> like, what is going on with this parade? So they come out from the front of the park... The villains, um, there is Jafar and Malif, or the uh, the uh, evil queen, and Jack and Oogie Boogie and all those guys. They come down Main Street, but the evil queen and Jafar are on like these pyramid things, which is weird, and they're kind of stationary, so they don't really move, but they're like moving along on, on this really weird looking float and they all come down main street and then they kind of split off in the middle in the hub and they go around 
the hub and then they stop in the front of the castle and then they do like this show because there's um like all this projection is happening on a sleeping beauty castle Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, there like there's music going on, and the music was actually pretty bad. Oh, it was not that good. Like I have it stuck in my head, and I'm like, please go away, because this is <laughs> like it had a very short course, mm-hmm. and they they just repeated it over and over and over and oh, over. And no, the whole thing the whole thing was like a good twenty twenty five minutes long. Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, can we, <laughs> can we not do this anymore? Um. But so they had the like the villains up front in front of the castle, but because there was just so many people trying to watch the show, mm-hmm. um, that it was hard to kind of see what was going on, and they were like the cast members were kind of so like when this is really hard to explain. I'm sorry when the villains came down around the hub. Of course, you know guests aren't allowed in the way like on yeah on the uh, parade route but once the villains went by were in front of the castle mm-hmm. they allowed all the guests to fill in that space yeah yeah so then it was kind of like this mad rush to go to the front of the castle <laughs> but then they had the the very middle of the hub closed off mm-hmm. where the cauldron was because this is where all these dancers were going okay uh, there was like people dressed as crows and like ghosts and stuff. Okay. And they were doing like all these kind of like really neat dancing moves, but it didn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what this is supposed to be for exactly. Was it like in English or Cantonese or a mix of the both? Or it was all in Cantonese, okay. so I didn't really know what was going on. Like there was a story going on. Or maybe but it's just it was like, on Cantonese. Yeah, the story maybe was like. So I like I had no idea what was going on at all. Okay. And then when the, when it when it when they finished, they all exited and then went um, back down the parade route that goes into Fantasyland and then goes away. Okay. So so they had to like clear the area where all the guests were standing so they can clear the the parade route, mm-hmm. and so the floats and all the villains would go. It was just a weird show all around it's really hard to explain it's almost like you had to be there to see Mm. just how strange it was okay and it and it wasn't really all that great all right sadly it it was kind of okay (laughs) seeing this once was good enough (laughs) i see on the notes you have something called the nightmare experiment what is that is that a show is that a haunted house what is that this is the reason to go to Hong Kong Disneyland for Halloween. Okay. The reason. So, the Nightmare Experiment is basically a walkthrough, I guess, haunted house, for lack of a better term to explain it. But the story is, and the, look, this is very loose, um, there's like this mad scientist who's like this steampunk scientist, and he's like doing these experiments and of course something goes wrong right and so you're taken through all these different um like worlds from different disney movies but they're all kind of like morphed in a way so it starts off you're going into like the scientist like his his lab and he's it's all in cantonese so i i'm not too sure on the fine details of it all but he's saying a bunch of stuff and he pulls a bunch of levers and then um, there's this huge, huge circular door that almost looks like a vault and it opens up and all the smoke is coming out and everything and everyone has to go through it. Um, and how, how it works is everyone's kind of in groups of like 20, roughly. So they kind of have 20 people go through at a time um, as a group. So the first... Like after you go through the this door, it's really dark and you can't really see anything. And then you finally realize that you're in this bog area. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but there's like you're on uh, this bridge 
or like walkway, like wooden walkway that's over like a swamp, right? So you can hear like, you know, crickets and frogs and stuff. And then you see this house in the distance and you see like a lantern that's kind of floating there. And it's really foggy, so you can't really see clearly what's going on. So as you're walking, you can see the lantern gets closer, like starts walking towards you and you realize it's someone holding it, walking towards you. And this person has like this Mardi Gras mask on. And they kind of like look at you and then look at everyone else in the group or whatever. And then they pull off their mask and she has like veins on her head. Like she has no hair, but she has like these like veins, like these big veins on her head and like the most disgusting teeth I've ever seen. And she tells us to follow her and like motions us to like this door, like this door on the house. And she like slams on the on the door and it swings open and she tells us to go in and so we go in there and it's the villain from the princess and the frog Mm -hmm. who's in there and he's doing like this like this magic magic trick stuff which i think is pretty cool and long story short he does a bunch of stuff and he's again he's speaking cantonese so i'm not too sure what he's saying and then his his go or his shadow shows up and like basically kills him. Whoa! By like making like making him disappear. Whoa! Which I thought was like okay, this is getting really dark. <laughs> okay, um, and then the shadow goes to the one side of the room, and I happen to be on that side, oh. and he grabs me oh my gosh. and like throws me towards the door to go, like to start going toward like through the door. I'm like okay, 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 I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> so I walk through the door and. So then everyone else starts following me. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why do I have to go first? (laughs) There's 19 other people here with me. Why am I the first one to go? (laughs) So then walking again, dark hallway, can't really see anything. And then I see a jail cell with a skeleton in it. Like, okay. And then you can hear like faint music. And it's like, yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. I'm like, holy cow, we're in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. So then you finally like turn this corner and there's this long hallway of all these jail cells with skeletons. And they look like like they're pretty freaky looking <laughs> skeletons. And like I didn't know where to go. So I just kind of kept walking down the hallway. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going. No idea what's going on. And then... Um, one of the skeletons of course comes to life and it's someone dressed up as it and comes out of the of of the cell and like tells us to like hurry up and like go down the hall i'm like okay okay i'm going and i get to the end of the hall and there's an empty jail cell i'm like okay so i go into the empty jail cell and it's completely dark and i can't see anything there's no openings there's nothing it's just a wall and everyone in the group gets like thrown in there and there's like two two pirates dead pirates that put us in there they close the door and they lock it and then then they leave us oh my gosh so we're all standing there like i don't know what we're supposed to do and then just my luck um (laughs) the wall the wall that i was standing beside swings open and there's like this loud rock music coming out of it and i'm like what's going on <laughs> so i walk through there and we're in sid's bedroom from toy story wow so he has like you know all like all the all the toys that he kind of like torments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff so like there's like it's like a rock concert with all like all those toys that's kind of cool which is really odd and then all of a sudden this one toy that i thought was just a prop no it was someone in the costume (laughs) like comes out and like jumps around and starts like dancing with everybody and it's like freaks us out because we didn't weren't expecting that Mm -hmm. so that that goes on for like a good minute or two and then this other door opens up and it's a little white rabbit oh this person dresses but it's like a freaky looking white (laughs) rabbit and the rabbit looks at me and then looks at its watch and then starts tapping its watch like, you know, you're late. Let's go. Like, 
Okay. So I start following the I start following the white rabbit down the hole and <laughs> the white rabbit is like hopping back and forth as he's skipping along down this hallway. So I follow the white rabbit and then we get into this like circular room. And in the middle of the room is like the, these glass doors and inside the glass doors is the mad hatter and he has this long table cuz it's tea time, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these like decapitated animals. Whoa! On like on the like uh, on the chairs. This is very scary. But I think they were like uh, they were stuffed animals, uh-huh. I believe, like de- decapitated stuffed animals. Okay. But there was st- like there was like red everywhere. Oh. I'm like I don't know what's going on. Whatever. And he's like the person who's playing the Mad Hatter is like in there, and he's like yelling things. <laughs> He's just like, like yelling to himself, yelling at us. It was just so weird. And I keep walking down this circular hallway, like just kind of goes around this room. And then I finally get to the end and there's one of the guards standing there, like one of the cards. Mm-hmm. And he like slams his like spike or whatever into the ground to like, you know, tell me to stop. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I stand there and, you know, everyone else fills in the room and we're just kind of standing there, okay? And meanwhile, the Mad Hatter's, like, running around inside his little room and he's yelling a bunch of stuff. (laughs) And then he, and then he comes out and joins us, like, where, where we're standing and he starts yelling at all of us. Oh my gosh. Again, again, it's in Cantonese, so I don't know what he's saying. But then he grabs one random person out of the group pulls him into the room slams the door shut locks no. it puts the person in this big chair that's at the head of the table and like wraps this red scarf around them and he, again he's like rattling off a bunch of stuff and then all of a sudden he gets like really annoyed <laughs> for whatever reason and then he yells something and then the uh, the uh, lights flash red and these drapes fall down and like block our view of inside the room oh. and and it goes dark. We're like, oh, okay. So I guess he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the uh, guard moves to the side and tells us to go into the labyrinth. Whoa. So there's this dark, like garden labyrinth you know from Alice in Wonderland so we're kind of going through that and I started following the white rabbit again because it was there and they were like taking us in circles like because <laughs> I started following it and like about two minutes in I'm like okay we're going in circles like literally going in circles here like, it was so weird like they were actually like taking us the wrong way <laughs> but then there was like shrubs that were moving that were people oh okay and they would like jump out and grab you and so it took it took me a good a a few minutes to actually figure out how to get out of the labyrinth okay and then you finally get out and you're you're out of there and you're back in the uh in the laboratory Mm -hmm. but it looked like it there was an accident so so it looks like it was on fire oh and there's like smoke and everything everywhere and there's this other scientist like telling us to like get out as fast as we can and we're supposed to run so you run like across this grate and then uh you can see like stuff what you know was on fire at some point and then you finally run outside and then you're done <laughs> oh my gosh that is terrifying it was weird but it was awesome at the same time <laughs> so not for kids Definitely not for small children. Okay. I would say probably maybe seven years old and higher. Okay. Like it's not terrifying, but small children would not like this at all. It, it'd be it'd be way too scary for them. I think. <laughs> How long was oh the wait to get in to the haunted house? Um, I we saw it as high as ninety minutes. Okay. But when we did it, we did it. It was. Only 30 minutes because we went later in the evening. All right, cool. So it was, it was super easy. Um, and that's pretty much it for the Halloween stuff. Like the decorations, the food, the parades, um, and the nightmare experiment. Oh, and there's also the uh, Villain's Garden, 
which is just a a, a meet and greet. Right, right. Area. And that that was only for certain time periods. Okay. So when we when we went it was only for four from four PM to six PM. So you have to check the schedule for that. Yeah. So there was uh Corella Deville, Queen of Hearts, Oogie Boogie. Oh, Oogie Boogie's um, kinda rare, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I I I actually waited and got my picture with him because I really wanted to. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> um also Sally and Jack. Cool. Uh, the Big Bad Wolf, and Captain Hook. Nice. Yeah, so definitely a lot of characters roaming around, which I think is pretty cool. Okay, so Chris, do you have any park tips for Hong Kong Disneyland? I have many, but <laughs> I will I will trim it down. <laughs> um, if it's your first time going to Hong Kong Disneyland, you cannot miss Mickey and the Wondrous Book. It is fantastic. It is a different story than the one, I think it's the Magical Map in Disneyland in California. And there and there's also a, a similar show in Paris as well. The uh, name escapes me at the moment. I think it's something with the magician. Uh, either way, um, it's a fantastic show. It's a stage show. Um, it, it does fill up. So get there at least 30 minutes ahead of time. Unless you're a Platinum Magic Access member, then you can just book it online, and then you're good. <laughs> um, and then besides that, also see Festival of the Lion King, but because it is not the same one as they have in Walt Disney World. It's different. And both of those are fantastic shows. I saw them both twice. Awesome. Over the four, over the four days. Love them. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was a lot on Hong Kong. <laughs> Did a lot of talking. But it was good. Good stuff, Chris. You got to go more often now that you have fun. your annual pass. Yes, it was fun. I I really like Hong Kong. Like it's a, it's such a small park, but it's quaint. It's got a lot to and do. It's, just, it's not a one-day park, I would say. I know a lot of people say it's a one-day park, but I I don't agree. Yeah, like they have like shorter hours as well, mm-hmm. so that so like when we were there, it was ten thirty to eight every day, and some parts of the park close at seven. Yeah. So, um, you could do it all in one day if you really wanted to. You wouldn't be able but to see be all the kind shows of, and everything, though. Yeah, you'd be rushing around quite a uh-huh. bit. So I would say, like one day, if you like, if you don't have a choice, one day, sure. Uh, I would say, but at least do two days, so then you can at least like enjoy it. Yeah. Not that you wouldn't enjoy it, but I mean, kind of take your time and, you know, go at your own pace and all that. So I would say two days is good. But I went for four because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, what's up with listener questions this week? We have a good one. Um, This comes from from Alex. And this is kind of related to Haneda Airport since I was there flying to Hong Kong and then also flew back. Um... Alex asks, is there any advice going to the park, like Tokyo Disney Resort, from Haneda Airport? The easiest thing to get to Haneda Airport, or sorry, to get to the parks from Haneda Airport is take the bus. That is the easiest way. Um, And it's rather cheap, too. It's only about 830 yen for an adult and 420 yen for a child. And... I think it, it it's like under an hour to take the bus. Like it's really quick. Um, the only thing is pay attention to when your flight arrives because the last bus leaves from the international terminal at Haneda at 5.50 p.m. And then from uh, terminal one and two, and it's around 7 p.m. So if you're flying in from you know somewhere else in Japan to Haneda, you'll probably be at Terminal 1 or 2. And then, of course, internationals from all the other flights. So keep in mind of that as well. Um, and you can buy your tickets. There's there's lots of bus like uh, ticket places right in the airport, and they will have staff that speak English, so there's no worries there. And they also have uh, ticket machines as well that you can buy from. So it's super easy, and I I highly recommend doing the bus because that's the easiest. You can take the trains 
Um, I'm not going to get into details on the trains because that'll take a little bit too long. But they have a detailed explanation right on the official Tokyo Disney Resort website in English telling you which train lines to take from Haneda. Um, and since we're talking about airports, you can also take the bus from Narita Airport if you're flying there as well. Uh, and for this, the last bus from there leaves around 6 p.m., depending on your terminal. Uh, they have a schedule on the website as well, so make sure you check that. There's there's um, a whole bunch of times, and I, you know, I don't want to sit here all night reading all the times, but it's all there. Um, it's a little bit more expensive, though. Because it's far. It's much further. So it's about 2,400 yen. So 2,450 yen, actually. Uh, for a a one-way ticket for an adult. And it's 1230 yen for a child. So it's not cheap, but it's still cheaper than taking the Narita Express, which is about 3,000 yen one way. And then on top of that, you have to take the train from Tokyo Station to Tokyo Disney Resort. So the bus is the best way to go as long as your flight gets in at a reasonable hour. <laughs> So if you get in a much later, you're probably going to have to take the train. And but if you are over, like landing like really late at night, like ten, eleven o'clock, you're not going to make it to the resort unless you take a taxi, which I don't know how much that would cost. It's like it's like Ichiman or like one hundred dollars around. Yeah. So if you're arriving really late, you're probably best staying at a hotel near the airport or at the airport or just sleeping in the airport. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, the, that was a really good question, Alex. So thank you for that. Um, for more access information, they have it right on the official Tokyo Disney Resort website. So just go to the English website, and then there's a little button that says Access. And then just follow follow the menu from there, and you'll see everything from how to take a taxi, the buses, and the trains. They have it all there for you. So good luck. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad, really, is it? If you guys have any questions you want to ask us, make sure you send them to our email address, contact at tdrexplorer.com. Oh, I've done a lot of talking this episode. <laughs> Are you still awake, Patricia? I'm awake. My laptop is actually about to run out of battery. All right, so let's wrap this up really quick. Before before Patricia like, just cut out. <laughs> goes away, cuts out. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on Google Play Music. And as we already mentioned, send us your questions and suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Make sure you tell everyone about us because we're awesome. And we love helping you guys plan your trip to Tokyo Disney Resort and also Hong Kong and Shanghai. Yeah. Why not all three? Why not? You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings and also wearing his awesome <laughs> Gelatoni sweater and Carnigan. I'm going to mention that from now to the end of the time, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> and as always, my beautiful co-host, Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm the one who's going shopping tomorrow because all the Christmas goods come out. Um, guys, keep exploring, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.